0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, June 7th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Madrone Care Network celebrated its move from a cramped little shop behind an audio store to a 1,700 square foot office building yesterday. The network started offering palliative care to patients in Mendocino County just a few months before the start of the pandemic. Physician's assistant and founder Lynn Meadows talked about closing the circle.
1: Most people who recognize who I am know that I was a midwife for many years in this community helping babies come into the world, and now that I'm 71 and I've evolved uh, along this pathway of life, the transition for people in their later years, and with palliative care, It's usually the last maybe five years, maybe more of life, people with serious illness. And um, I was really inspired by Mother Teresa when I heard that she was helping uh, unbefriended people that were really sick in Calcutta. I wanted to go to Calcutta, and then I realized through studying her that there's people in Ukiah who need love. So I began to specialize in palliative care, and I worked as a hospitalist at Ukiah Valley. So I began and ran a palliative care program there for um, about eight years, and the hospital actually asked me to start the uh, community-based palliative care program because there's such a need. Palliative care is similar to hospice care, but it differs in a few key ways. If you're talking about a Medicare hospice, there's rules on who could be on their service. And they have to um, say that they're not going to call 911 when they are you know, not doing well, that they're going to stay home and the hospice will come. And they're not going to go to the doctor and get chemotherapy or get more treatment. And so our patients are still getting treated, and there isn't um, the six-month... Uh, life expectancy that's required for the Medicare hospice. We don't have any kind of life expectancy thing like that. And so um, some of our patients have been with us for years.
0: Medical director Dr. Ron Sand described services that range from spiritual care and basic food needs to bureaucratic wrangling.
2: It's both medical, but it's also nursing. It's also uh, social work. So supporting them with their financial stability, housing, transportation uh, spiritual so it's a non-denominational spiritual care it's obviously optional and then finally the community health worker is somebody who goes to help them meet face-to-face needs so an example of that would be she might take them to a doctor's visit if they need transportation and someone to support them she will help them with their technology so she's very good at going to the home and helping people get things arranged so that they can do a video visit with us
0: how do patients pay for the care
2: for some patients? It's, there's a benefit that their insurance offers that covers the cost. So an example of that would be uh, partnership healthcare patients who are Medicaid patients in California, Medi-Cal patients. And then, uh, also another example would be, um, Blue Shield has a benefit. So those insurances pay directly patients who don't have those benefits, which means all those patients on Medicare. Medicare does not have a palliative care benefit yet. They receive some limited services from us, if, if they so choose. Some Medicare Advantage programs are starting to cover palliative care.
0: And about how many patients are you serving in Mendocino County?
2: Well, right now we're serving approximately 80 in Mendo and Lake. In our estimation, there's many more who are unserved.
0: Nurses and physicians assistants offer treatment either in person or virtually through telehealth or Zoom physician's assistant Emily Fry stepped away from the ribbon-cutting festivities to describe some of her work.
3: We focus on symptom management for improved quality of life, so that's kind of like a very focused approach. Um, we also concentrate a lot on advanced healthcare planning, which is kind of a euphemism for figuring out your wishes with regards to resuscitation, CPR, uh, and just goals of care, so what are the goals that that person might have, and helping them kind of figure that out, and that's that's another big part of what we do. We have so many patients that have complicated living situations, a lot of marginally housed or low-income people, and they have a huge amount of psychosocial needs as well. We have a lot of people with advanced cancer that are still getting treatment. Um, Some of it's on the curative track, some of it's palliative, and those can be really emotionally challenging but also really rewarding. We've got a few pediatric palliative care patients, um, also just tremendously rewarding to deal with the families.
0: Clinical manager and R.N. Elise Guthards described working to maintain quality of life at
4: the very end. Four of the diagnoses are people with end-stage liver disease, end-stage heart disease, end-stage respiratory disease like COPD and cancer either usually stage three or four cancers and they've just added a new diagnosis that's a neurological diagnosis for people with end-stage neurological problems something like maybe um, ALS it's people that um, are have very challenging health conditions that they're probably not going to get better from and that we really want to help them have a better quality of life yeah for kzyx news i'm sarah wright
0: for all our local news with photos and more visit kzyx.org you can also subscribe to the kzyx news podcast wherever you get your podcasts